Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I tend to start every episode of Switchcraft the same way. And today I would be lying if I said that Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Because you can't tune in live today at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is not live, and that's because I'm sick. I have to stop every 15 seconds to go blow my nose. Normally, I'm not much to look at, and today I look even worse. So I decided... No live show today. I'm just going to record the show in pieces, put it back together at the end, and uh, I'll throw some gameplay footage on in the background if you want to watch it over on YouTube. Uh, but this episode is not live. However, this episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by John Jacobson. You can support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. There are so many games coming to the Nintendo Switch that it's really hard to keep track. And one way that you can keep track, something to help you keep track, is Switch List. You can find it on iOS and Android, or you can just go to switchlist.app. It's got a bunch of really great features like what games are coming out every week, what games are on sale. You can make a wish list and a collection, and best of all, it's free. So if you're looking for screenshots, trailers, top games, stats, and more, check out switchlist.app. Nintendo filed a patent for a Game Boy case that is compatible with touchscreen devices. This comes to us via Nintendo Life, and uh, this thing looks really, really cool. Um, if you follow the link in the show notes, you can see the pictures of it. Basically, it looks like one of those uh, wallet folios uh, where you can get for your phone, and uh, it has a like a leather cover over the front that you could slide credit cards into. I don't know why I would ever want one of those on my phone, but... This one has like little buttons on the front and a big hole in the front so that you can see the screen. And then you just slide your smartphone into it and then you could play old Game Boy games. Is this Nintendo's answer to what a lot of people have been wondering about? Are we going to get a Game Boy Classic? And who knows? There are a million reasons why Nintendo would patent something like this. One reason they may that they may patent something like this is just to stop anybody else from doing it. Uh, so there's that. You know, there the this could just be a defense patent, basically. Uh, they patent it to stop somebody else from making these things and profiting it profiting off of Nintendo's work. One reason why I doubt the not the validity of the patent, because the patent is clearly valid and something that they are doing, or, or something that they pat patented. I'm not doubting that Nintendo did this. What I'm doubting is that this will ever see the light of day. And why do I think that? 
because they would have to make it in so many different sizes. It's this the days of having one size fits all for iPhone are gone. And Android never really conformed to that. So how would you know what like they would have to have like a hundred different things like this in order for you to get one for the particular phone that you have. And while I think that this is an awesome idea, if it's not a standalone device, I just don't see it catching on myself. Now, the one thing that would make it really, really interesting is if you could slide your switch into it. But then, it's too big, if that makes sense. It would just be kind of cumbersome. Well, let me grab my switch real quick. Luckily, it's within arm's reach, and I'm going to take off my Joy-Cons as quiet as I can. And now I'm holding it in my hand. You know what? I take it back. I take it back. This would be really great as a case for your Nintendo Switch uh, for you to play Game Boy games on. I think that this would work really, really well. And um, I think that maybe this is something that would go along really well with the Switch. But having it go along with mobile phones is problematic just because mobile phones are so many different shapes and sizes. And yes, Nintendo kind of has a, a good relationship with Apple. So maybe they would just support Apple because then they would only have to worry about like three or four different sizes. But if they went Android, then they'd have to worry about, well, we want to make sure that we have something for the Pixel and we have something for the Galaxy and we have something for the newest uh, Huawei. There's too many variables out there. So I don't think that this is something that we would see on Android. I could be wrong, and I'd be happy to be wrong. I think that I would definitely pick one of these up and try it out. So this begs the question, will we start getting uh, ROMs of Game Boy games on the iOS App Store? And I don't think that we would. If this device would work with, I'm gonna just going to use my phone for an example, an iPhone, then my guess is that this would be something that would entice people who have the Nintendo Switch Online and the Nintendo Switch Online app on their phone because then they could they could make this work really well with that app. So you could just select um, an old Game Boy game this would also work with old Nintendo games because, as you see in the picture, if you've clicked on the link in the show notes, it has two buttons. Uh, so it would work very well with NES games. It would work great with Game Boy games. It wouldn't work with anything else. But I think that this is something that is very interesting to me. And I would buy it just to try it out, but I don't see myself using it very often because I don't see myself having it with me very often. I'm one of those really weird dudes that does not put a case on my phone, and people are 
constantly asking me, Bill, aren't you afraid you're going to drop your phone and break it? And I think that the reason I don't drop my phone is because I know that there's not a case on it. And so I'm extremely careful with my very expensive phone. Um, so I'm very curious about you guys. Are, are you interested in picking up this device for your switch or for your phone? I think it's really cool. I wouldn't use it all the time, but I would be far more excited about it if it was something that I could slide over my switch and play some, some old Game Boy games that way. That being said, my Switch is already a gaming device, and I could just play those games without the case around it. So maybe that doesn't make as much sense. Plus, it would cover up the vents on the back unless it had the right holes in the right spots. Anyway, write in. Let me know what you think. There's a lot of ways you can write in. You can join our Discord, uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can email me. Uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. Uh, you can get a hold of me on Twitter. Let me know what you think of this particular patent because I can see it being popular, but I can also see it just sitting on shelves, which is not something that Nintendo would want to see happen. Let's go racing! It's Super Mario Kart Funny Car Madness! Only on Super NES! Turn the track into a giant mud pit! Or burn rubber on ice, wood, or asphalt! Mix it up for the big boys! Reggie fils is sometimes very delusional, as many Nintendo executives are. Uh, he was uh, being interviewed, and he was asked about the Nintendo uh, mobile app for voice chat. And if you don't know, a lot of people are angry that Nintendo did not include voice chat on the Nintendo Switch. Before the Switch came out, people were speculating as to whether or not it would include it. Once it came out, people were speculating that maybe there was some weird bug in the hardware that wouldn't allow them to do it. And then Fortnite came out and, and had uh, voice chat built right into the Switch, which kind of blew that out of the water. So then people are asking, well, okay, clearly the Switch ha is capable of doing this, so why don't they? And Reggie was asked about this, um, and he said, <laughs> this is so stupid. This is stupid. This is just dumb. Uh, he said, Nintendo's approach to do is to do things differently. Well, let me stop you there, Reggie. You don't always have to do things differently. I don't go around and say, you know what, I think I'm going to get triangular tires for my car because I like to be different. No, no, no. I know that they won't be as fuel efficient. I know that I won't be able to go very fast. I know that the road will be bumpy and uncomfortable. And I know that the corners on these babies are going to break all of the time. So I'm going to have to spend a bunch of money to uh, replace them. But... I want to do things differently. So I'm going to get triangle tires on my car. If I said that to you, you would think that I was a crazy person. Nintendo's approach is to do things differently is not a good reason to do things differently. That's just that's just asinine, really. Now, I cut off the quote there. Let me continue with what he was saying. 
He said, we have a much different suite of experiences than our competitors offer. And we do that in a different way. That's a weird sentence. Uh, this creates a sort of yin and yang for our customers. They're excited about cloud saves and legacy content, but wish we might deliver voice chat in a different way, for example. Wow, I love that he acknowledged that we would prefer to do voice chat a more traditional route. He continues, What we see is a situation where we know that the Nintendo Switch is being played in the open, at a park, on a metro bus. We believe the easiest way for you to connect and have peer-to-peer experience with voice chat is with your mobile phone. It's always there. It's always with you. Okay. Then, Reggie, I would really love it if you could explain to me how it's easier. Because let's say, let's use my imagination for a second and say that I've got my Switch and I'm at the park and I want to play some Splatoon 2 with my friends. So I open up my phone, I turn on my Wi-Fi hotspot, I connect my Switch to my Wi-Fi hotspot via my phone. I've done this before, by the way, and it works great. Okay, now I want to talk to my friends. So... I need to go to the store and buy a splitter so that I can have audio come from my Switch and into my headphones. And I can have uh, audio come from my phone and into my headphones. So now I have to have three wires, some weird dongle, a pair of headphones, a Switch, and you think that this is the easier way. What would be much easier is to just do it through the switch. Now, I know what you're saying, but but Bill, the switch isn't connected to the internet without your phone. Okay, who gives a crap? So if I can't connect to the internet through my phone, then I can't play online anyway. So I understand the need to use my phone for a wireless hotspot, but once it is serving as an internet connection, that's all my phone needs to be used for. I should just be able to plug a pair of headphones into the top of the switch, put my headset on, and be all done with it. In fact, if I were to play Fortnite on mobile in the park, that's all that I would have to do. There wouldn't be any extra wires to worry about. Uh, and I know what Nintendo might say. They might say, well, you don't have to use wires. You could just have your, um, just everything come through the speakers. Okay, well, let's say that I'm playing on a subway and I'm riding along in the subway car and I'm playing Splatoon with my friends online and you can hear, like, everybody around me is now hearing my Splatoon gameplay. And not only that, but they're also hearing the voices of my teammates shouting through my phone. So now I'm disrupting everyone around me. There's nothing about this that's easier. And if Nintendo's defense to that is that Nintendo likes to approach things, or I'm sorry, if Nintendo's defense to that is to say that Nintendo's approach is to do things differently, then that's just plain 
foolish. It's just plain foolish. It's unnecessary. It's cumbersome. And it's just plain foolish. And I think that even the most staunch Nintendo fanboys, which I'll tell you this right now, people have accused me many times of being a Nintendo fanboy or a shill for Nintendo because I often praise them. I praise Nintendo when they do something awesome, and I tell them that that they're being foolish when they do something foolish. I think even the most staunch Nintendo fanboys, and I'm using the quotes there, you know, with an I at the end, I think even those guys would look at this and say, that just doesn't make sense. And I don't know how Reggie can get up in front of people and say that, that Nintendo's approach is to do things differently. I understand that you you don't always have an internet connection. But as soon as my phone is handling the internet connection, everything else can be done through the Switch. And there's no reason to do it any other way. And Nintendo knows that. Okay, because I'm sick, I'm just going to take the next two stories, lightning round them, and get out of here. Because my voice is starting to break, and I'm starting to run out of steam, and I can feel myself getting dumber by the second. So let's start things off with Billy Mitchell. Uh, Billy Mitchell... (laughs) If you don't know who he is, first off, there's a fantastic documentary called The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. And it's a really, really good documentary about Billy Mitchell and Steve Wiebe, I think, trying to vie for the high score in Donkey Kong. And you should definitely check it out if you haven't. Uh, Billy Mitchell, who... I mean, he's the guy's just kind of a tool. He he always has been really, really arrogant, full of himself, and there's nothing like pleasant about him. But that could just be a persona that he puts on. I don't know. I've never met the guy, but every time I've seen him being interviewed, he just strikes me as kind of a jerk. Um, he recently had his. Uh, his uh, high score taken away because it was revealed that he was playing uh, Donkey Kong emulated. Well, he's been he's been streaming on Twitch. He's been trying to get better and better at the game, and he is trying to get his original high score back. And here's what he says: He says, "I'm going to do the exact Donkey Kong score and just let the game die." And somebody asked, you mean you're not going to go higher even if you can? He replied with no. They said, why? He said, because I'm Billy Mitchell. So there you go. Billy Mitchell is trying to get his, oh my God, here we go. Sorry about that. Billy Mitchell is trying to get his old high score back, which I actually don't remember what it is off the top of my head. Um... (laughs) Uh, but as soon as he gets that score, he's going to stop playing and then never play again. Well, okay, maybe maybe he's saying let the game die in the fact like he's going to let a barrel hit him so that he dies. Or is he saying that he'll never play again? 
I kind of read into it the first time around, but now that I think about it, I don't know what it means. But of course, that last part is incredibly Billy Mitchell because I'm Billy Mitchell. He's so very, very self-important. Just seems like a jerk. Um, but I thought it was an interesting story, so I thought I'd tell you about it. Uh, the last thing, thanks to Kodiak Moonwolf, he sent it in on our, our community Discord. Uh, he wanted everybody to know that the Splatoon 2 uh, Octoling 3-pack Amiibo are now available for pre-order. Uh, so make sure you check out the link in the show notes. It's to the UK site. I'll I'll see if I can find it on Amazon and, and also post that in the show notes as well. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with me and putting up with the, the you know, my voice being a little weird and the sniffles from time to time. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, let's go ahead and get out of here. We've got to talk first about the music for today's episode. Uh, for today's episode, we're playing, uh, we'll go with Ghosts and Goblins Stage 1 by uh, Box Monkey Studios. Uh, you can find other stuff by them over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Usually when I record the show, I record it live. And if you want the full show most of the time, you can either come and watch live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Head there now, just hit the follow button, and then you'll be alerted when I go live so you can stop in. Uh, if you can't watch live, that's totally understandable. Uh, you can head on over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. In fact, go there right now, hit the subscribe button, and then a little bell pops up. And if you click on that bell button, you'll be alerted when I post a new video so you can watch it. And it definitely helps me out. Finally, if you're looking for ways to support my content, don't forget to check out the Switch List app. Uh, it's a complete uh, Nintendo Switch eShop database. Uh, the link is switchlist.app, and uh, you can go right back to the beginning of the show and find out more about it. Uh, you can also stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All the links there help me create more content. Don't forget to join the Patreon, and don't forget to check out 78 Degrees. Uh, our last episode was about nuclear war and pink balloons, and if you want to know why we've got that for the show title, then you're going to have to go listen to find out. Thank you to everyone who already supports the show. Uh, and now it's time for me to get out of here. As you can hear, my voice is starting to break. I'll see you all soon. Bye-bye.